You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night. We took a week off, but we're back. What's going on, Phil? Women drivers, am I right? Oh, yeah, the worst. <laughs> How's oh, it going, man. man? I am so happy to be back in the saddle here. Uh, we got a, a nice little little two-race weekend at Richmond, and uh, we're fired up. Nice, two-way. Steve, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Hey, Arch. Um Happy to be back after a week break there. We had some things going on last week, but uh, getting back into it here and a weekend I'm looking forward to this, to watching and handicapping. Yeah, you know, if you have to stay up late, a chain is only as strong as this weakest link. Uh, all right. That's right. <laughs> I think that was a, a shot fired towards Phil there. Oh, because I'm because I'm late tonight. No, 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 no. Last week, you, it was just you were just uh, you needed that beauty sleep. Oh brother, I was I was wiped out, man. Oh. You know, you're you're out there like doing real life work stuff and uh you know, I just I just uh I ran out of willpower. I got you. No, man, everybody has a point where they just tap out. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. But but we're in the saddle here again. We're 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 back on it. Back at it. I can't believe you're awake right now. Your blood sugar must be through the roof. I uh I I'm ashamed to admit it. I, I had a little too much fondue tonight. Uh, I went with the uh, bananas Foster uh, dessert. They even set it on fire in front of us. It was it was delicious. Oh, sounds good. That uh, sounds yeah. really fancy. I'll be honest. I had a sa- I ate a sandwich over the sink before the show, so we're good to go. <laughs> Were you in your bathtub or? <laughs> I just whipped one up in the kitchen, ate it over the sink, and let's go. Let's do the NASCAR. <laughs> I I applaud it. I'm 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 down. I'm That's in. It. That's it. All right, man. So two races, you said only two, one, two. What is that? No trucks? No trucks, no Formula One. So we get oh. a, a little reprieve, thankfully. Um, but we, we, we're pretty pumped up because Phoenix, as it turns out, is a pretty good data point to compare to Richmond, we, we think. So we actually have some next-gen data you know, that, that's applicable to this week. So uh, hopefully it pans out. 
I never would have thought Richmond, Virginia, and Phoenix are linked together in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Both their racetracks are pretty close. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, not physically, but y- you know, no, like, we're talking on track here. On track, where it ends. <laughs> Thanks okay. for hopping in there, Steve. He really bailed you out you there. You were, yeah. We're sick. <laughs> All right. What, it's like what shit, we, man. Where where am I going with this? Yeah, I don't. You know? Yeah, sometimes you start and you just don't know where to go, so you just kind yeah. of make noises and just get get out. All right, where are we? Uh, that's my sexual technique too. Where are we? <laughs> where are we looking? First race. Uh, let's go to the Xfinity series. All right. And um, uh, Steve, you want to lead it off with the uh, the win wagers? Yeah, I only got one. It's it's well, I mean, we may have you may have more, but I only have uh, Ryan Priest at uh, eighteen to one MGM. I got this at a pretty early time in the week, so I got eighteen to one. I think now it's probably sixteen to one, probably the best line I can find. But I know Phil's going to be talking about him a lot this week, so I just like we're. Um, I like him because of his experience on the shorter tracks. Uh, he performed well at the Clash. But I know Phil's has some other talking points there for Ryan Priest. So for me, that's I just like the number. He's gonna be in a good car. So yeah, um, I take that for win wage. My win wagers. Do you have something else? I do. I like uh, I like Priest in a head to head over Hemrick. I, I wrote an article uh, for Odds Checker today. Had a pretty good joke in there. Proud of it. But um, mostly because um, Hemrick in the calling stuff has has really been terrible. And well, not terrible, but I mean he's just not. He's not as good as he was last year. And um, uh, they were somewhat slow at Phoenix. And, um, you know, I, I would expect that they're not going to improve all that much in the, the last two or three weeks over at Colleague. Um, so kind of leaning on Priest, like he said, with his experience. But also, I mean, he's in a BJ McLeod car, which is normally a shitbox. But um, Stuart Haas is backing him, so they're going to be funded um, so I think it's kind of a sneaky play. We're getting a, a, a pass cup driver with good experience on the short track in, in a, you know, a good car at a good number. So I'm in on priest over Hemrick, but I also like the win wager. Win wager, Ryan priest at five dimes is uh plus 2,100. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so go there for sure. Got it. Got it. If you can go there. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing, yeah, sixteen hundred at points yeah, bet, sixteen hundred at MGM, yep, yep. and sixteen hundred at Fanduel. So that that seems to be the prevailing, the prevailing yeah. line. Priest win. Any any? Did you have any win bets, Phil? No, I'm just I'm I'm in with Priest also. Mm. So uh, that's that's probably uh, where we'll land. We may add one tomorrow. It's it's hard for me to not bet uh, Gregson when it makes sense. So uh, I'll probably put a little sprinkle there. Yeah, sure. if you if you wanted to add one more, I I generally are liking the uh, junior motorsports car this year. Uh, that team in general. So Sam Mayer over there, it's, it's twenty to one. Uh, I'm not officially playing yet, but I would take that as a lean if you want another win wager to kind of uh, head your bets there um, after Ryan Priest. So. Got it. Sam Merrick, again, similar story with him. Good car. Uh, he's kind of made his hay on the shorter tracks. Um, he's formed really well so far this year. So there's a lot of things going for him. Um, I'll talk about him a little more later on. But uh, okay with the win wager there for him. We'll see if he gets uh, 
another good showing this weekend. Oh yeah, grabbed it plus twenty two hundred. Nice. So you're getting uh, you're getting all the all the good stuff. Yeah, apparently week, apparently uh, the Euro trash. They don't know what to do when there's no Formula One. They, their books just get lazy. Yeah. <laughs> now, does that have anything to do with the conversion rate? Like, is it or is that American twenty two to one? It's supposed or to be. 20, it's supposed to be American. I have it set for USD here. Okay. Okay. I just I you know that was just a little wrinkle that was was in my head there for a minute. Like, should I run up to Canada and bet or? Well, it's you not. Know, and, you what know, happens? Gambling wins are not taxable in the Canadian uh, system. So oh, that's so sick. All right. I mean, you're talk- really making out good then right now. No tax, better lines. I mean, you got it all working for you, Arch. Except I live in Canada. Uh, well. <laughs> I guess that does even things out, right? Yeah, we'll talk about carbon tax someday soon. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, boy. All, All right. right. Yeah, what's up Let's next? move down the card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we also like Ty Gibbs um, for a top three. That is plus 150 at DraftKings, I think. Are you seeing, seeing anything better? Let's no, see here. lower. Lower. Yeah, plus 130. Looks like the best. Idea. Yeah, 130 at MGM. 130 Bovada. So get down to DraftKings if you can, but 130 is a good number. Okay. Um, he ran Richmond um, once last year uh, in the spring, not the fall. And uh, I believe he finished sixth or se- seventh. I'm sorry, he finished seventh, but he was number one in overall green flag speed and he was number two rated in um, speed late in a run. So the 54 is fast week in and week out. I don't think that's going to change. I, I think he's going to bring an elite car, and I think a top three is is definitely manageable. Um, earlier this year at Phoenix, he spun. Well, he didn't spin. He got he got turned by Josh Berry, and um, he ended up having to run really, really long on the last set of scuffed tires. I think it was like, what, like 80 laps, Steve, or something like that? It was... Yeah, it was ridiculous. at least in the stage three. Yeah, it was ridiculous because, uh, you know, he was down a set of tires, um, but he ended up battling all the way back to sixth. Mm. So um, as far as using Phoenix as a data point, he was fast there. He probably could have contended for a win if he didn't get spun. Um, so plus 150 for a top three. I love it. That's a full unit play for me. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on tie. It's Steve, what else are we looking at? So I added one more from that same that same team, Joe Gibbs Racing. I added John Hunter Nemechek plus 150 for a top three at DraftKings. I believe you can get the same number for him, um, probably an MGM again, I mean, I'm assuming. Plus 130. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. I like John Hunter quite a bit. Okay. Uh, last time he was here in Richmond, he was in the 26, the Sam Hunt car, also Toyota. But I mean, this the twenty six is a, it's it's Toyota funded, but it's a, it's a step down from the the eighteen car he's running this week. Um, John Hunter, I mean, very very good at short uh, you know short flats. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Gibbs in general, very good team organizations as far as the track goes. We'll see how they are in the Cup Series this year, but there's no changes in the Xfinity Series from last year. So the speed they've been bringing last year should transfer over to this year. So hopefully the bump in performance of the car gives uh, John Hunter a bump in finishing position. Let me just see here uh, where John Hunter finished in that 26 car. Uh, yeah, so he finished third last year in that 26 car. So 
even in the in the slightly underwhelming guard, he finished in the top three. So okay. he can probably p- repeat that performance. And he was uh he was in the mix last year at Phoenix in the finale. Is that what you're talking about? It may be that I'm, I get so confused on like what cars these guys run. And, you know, Ty Gibbs running the 54. Oh yeah, yeah. Part time. Then you had John Hunter in the car sometimes. You had Christopher Bell. At Christopher Bell was in a 54 car, I think. At Loudon, that was when I was thinking of. That wasn't John. You know, John Hunter. The, the, so many guys in Toyotas that are all good drivers. The cars just take them over the top, though. And that's probably yeah. what's going to happen again with John Hunter this weekend. Sweet. So we're in. We're on those two guys for top three. So ideally, let's get Priest across the line first, and then Gibbs and JHN. Boom. Perfect. Then we, yeah. Then we it. then we get the bag. Yeah. Then we can it. retire. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But and we can move down the card a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Steve had an interesting stat about Justin Algar. Um, we're on him for a top five finish, minus one fifteen over at MGM, and uh, I think the books are sleeping on this guy a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you want me to get, talk about John, uh, Algar here, it would track as far as track history goes. So I'm looking at the numbers right now. So. Let's take a look at his Richmond history. If I can find the right spreadsheet here, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying very hard right now. Um, <laughs> track history. I mean, I can't in front of me right now. But Olgar is five for five for top fives um, at, at Richmond in the last five races. Uh, that right there is enough to, for me to put him down for a top five at minus one fifteen. Um, By my math, that's a hundred percent. You know, that that's correct. That, five for five. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're uh, telling me, Steve, is that's free money. It's that's not. A, I mean, there's no such thing as free money in NASCAR. No. Oh, all right. Well, I, I didn't know if they were just going to cash the ticket as soon as I hit submit, or if we had to watch it. That you know. would be a beautiful thing, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, it would. It would. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we're 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 on all guy here for a top five. Sounds good. I'm already in. Sweet. One more thing I like about it. Justin Allgaier has proven to be very good at um, running on tracks with high tire wear. And and Richmond is probably one of, if not the highest t- uh, tracks when it comes to wear on tires. So, Yeah, he, he tends to take good care of his stuff. He's a veteran guy. So, um, you know, you can kind of count on that, that veteran moxie to, um, you know, sustain his equipment and, and, save it for the long haul. So I love it. I'm, I'm in. All right. Is there anything else in Xfinity we're looking at? Yeah, we, well, we've got the, um, we've got that head to head with, uh, priests and we're going to take Algar over Josh Berry minus one ten on DK. And then, um, we'll wrap it up with Sam Mayer over landing castle also on DK. Steve said that, you know, Mayer is a kind of a sleeper win wager, so it makes sense that we'd, we'd take him over another calling car in Landing Castle. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I know you have some negative things to say about Landing Castle this year, right? <laughs> the guy stinks. I mean, when we bet on him, he, he's terrible. When we fade him, he like finishes 18th but wins the head-to-head anyway, and I, I don't understand how it happens. We, we, just, we can't get on the right side of the guy even when we peg him to suck. So um, <laughs> I, I hope he sucks worse tomorrow. I, I think Sam Mayer is going to excel and Landon Castle should struggle. So hopefully now that we get both sides going there, we should be able to get this one through, right? 
I, I think so. Also, Arch, um, don't flag that that time um, for Saxy Maxi because that that will probably <laughs> be a good bullet for his gun. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll let that one slide. Let that go. Yeah, yeah. Max was already talking about feeling himself up and down. So, oh, that that takes the cake. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Cool. Well, that that wraps up all I have for Xfinity. All right, Steve Xfinity. Is that it? No more hidden bets. What did you say about pre? Did you have priests over someone else? No, just Hemrick. What was the? I have Justin Allgaier with Josh Berry. Is that is that the other one you said? Yeah, I kind of yeah. I kind of flew past that one. Okay, I mean, I but just, if you want to talk about Barry, go ahead. I mean, I just want to get a little more action on Justin Allgaier besides just the top five because I just feel like he can. This is probably a little bit of a mismatch, I think, on Josh Berry. I know Josh Berry's uh, pretty much grown up racing short tracks, but um, he doesn't have a whole lot of experience here at Richmond. I feel like this is a driver's racetrack that requires you to uh, pretty much know how a tire is going to fall off and how what lines to take, you know, where the cars going to be good. I just feel like all has got that knowledge and experience at this track. He's been so good here that uh, he may have an edge over Josh Berry here. He's kind of new to, the, you know, on the expanding side of the first Richmond here. So minus 110, I feel like that's a good play there. It almost feels like it's it's time for Allgaier to have it, like a super good run, like a like a dominating run. Like it's it's been, you know, however many weeks we're into the, the season and we haven't quite seen it yet. And he always has like, I don't know, two or three or four, you know, of those, those weeks where he just goes out and dominates. So it, it almost feels like we're due for one. So I don't know if it's, if it's this week, but you know, it, it could be in the cards. I love the he's due bet. Yeah. Those always pay. Well, it's, it, I mean, he's five for five, Arch. It's a hundred percent. It's right, free right, right. money. We yeah, already talked money. about yeah. that. Yeah. All right, Xfinity's in the books. Let's flip over to the cup, right? Yeah. All right. Who's going to win? Hopefully one of these five guys. Oh. Um my my favorite bet of the week is Austin Dillon. That th- this is one I got down on uh right at open. It's 40 to 1. Um he just he always seems to to run pretty good at Richmond. I mean, not great, but pretty good. And um the the world is talking about Tyler Reddick, uh, you know, Dylan's teammate as being the next guy that's going to, you know, be the first time winner and this and that. And, you know, Richard Childress has, has been pretty quick so far this year. So I'm, I'm kind of taking the con- contrarian view. I think it's going to be Dylan. And uh, if it doesn't win, I think he's going to cash a couple of, of other tickets like a head to head and it, we're on him for the top 10 as well. But Dylan sticks out to me as good value at 40 to one. Plus 5,000. Oh, Canadian. There it is. That's Betway. Thank you very much. What about over at Moon Bet? What what do they post for this? Oh, uh, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) They still don't accept Canadian players, the lying cocksuckers. Oh, they're they're such scumbags. They really are. Art, yeah. It sounds like uh, you need to bet, uh, you know, more outrights right now. Like you, yeah, you really. Uh, I mean, I know you. You're, you already send the full unit over there, but yeah, you're really getting the uh, the good side of these outright right now. Yeah, this is this is a rare, a rare good evening for <laughs> Canada over America. I, I also want to say that I do agree with Austin Dillon. 
I, I don't think he has a better chance to win that first than Tyler Reddick. Obviously, the odds imply that. But as far you know, when you look, look at this, uh, you know, return on investment over time, I think Austin Dillon is the better value there at forty to one compared to Reddick's twelve to one. So, yeah, I think I think Reddick is too short, but Dillon's too long. If that makes sense, you know, since you know they're they're driving pretty similar equipment if not you know the same but um you know i i think dylan's skill set matches up here well and historically he's been good so i'll take my my 40 to 1 shot over you know laying 12 to 1 yeah the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Who else? We got four more? Four more. Um, you want to take over, Steve? Yeah, I like... Chase Briscoe at 20 to 1 at MGM. So Art should have that one, hopefully. Um, I'm seeing Chase Briscoe Brisco. off the board everywhere. I can get plus 1800 right here, right now. Okay. Plus off 2000. Plus 2200. Best one I could find. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. Chase Briscoe, he's, I, I said this on um, Tuesday. I was talking about, uh, Briscoe a little bit. Um, he's kind of taken over the, I would, I would say the lead role over there at Stuart Haas racing. He's pretty much came out of the gates firing this year. It started out with the clash. He was doing thing. He was shifting. I mean, he, when no one else was doing the, you know, the shifting and he was just taking leaps and bounds uh, above the competition early on and out of the gates. He was running well on top five, uh, similar track, flat, just like this one is here at Richmond. Um, Briscoe, he made strides last year at the end of the season, even when, when those cars were struggling. So at 20 to 1 here, I, everything checks for Briscoe for me. The pit crew's good. His speed's good. Um, recent form is good. So at 20 to 1, I feel like he, he would definitely win this more than one time in 20 races, I feel like. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're, since we're using Phoenix as a, you know, like a barometer, he led 101 laps, what, like three weeks ago when they were at Phoenix. He had 40 of the fastest laps of the race. His average running position was 4.6, um, and he won. I mean, what else What else could you ask for? The, if we're using that as a, a, a comparison, there's nobody better. That's that's the guy. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm glad he brought that up because he, he pretty much won that race from Pitt Road. And, you know, the crew got him out there first, and he just pretty much sustained the lead from there. Uh, we're going to a track with super high tire wear, so they're going to be pitting just about every single time the caution flag comes out. So if you can gain spots on pit road every time he comes in the pit, 
Uh, he'll be gaining ground and hopefully have the speed on the track. So that's a very good combination. That would be nice for a pit crew not to fuck us over on a cup race, huh? We're, we're talking to you, Ryan Blaney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got like a Chevy and a Ford, right? I mean, this is a Toyota race that we're going to bet a Toyota car, right? We are oh, not going to really? do that. Oh, so when a Toyota yeah. wins at the Toyota race, we're all going to act surprised. Oh, okay. we're, we're going to be totally fucked. Oh, but okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, historically, this has been Joe Gibbs' playground. I mean, this has been, they would come here and dominate and just absolutely destroy the field. But something's wrong with Toyota this year. And, you know, it's almost might be a cause for alarm that if they don't come out and have a you know, a decent showing that, that, um, you know, time to panic. Um, I mean, Denny Hamlin is, you know, one of their bell cows and he's 22nd in points. Um, his best finish this year is 13th. Hmm. Um, he typically, you know, last year, I think he led 401 of the, the laps in the two, the two races, but it's not enough. I, I, I can't get behind him. So, we're, we're fading Toyotas or we're staying away. Um, Has I, anybody it, publicly said anything in the drivers about the Toyota cars or is it? Just... I, I don't know. Steve, do you know anything about it? I've heard some, I don't know who it was from Toyota, but one of the drivers has, has mentioned that they know that uh, their performance is not really there at the moment. I, I believe it was Denny Hamlin who said, check in with us in six weeks. I think that was two or three weeks ago. So, I don't know what's going to happen in two or three weeks, but Denny said check back in with them then. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, there is a Toyota that I'm rooting for, and that's Chris Bell um, because of that uh, mistake over at Wynn. So I've got, yeah, yeah. 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 Got uh, Chris Bell and a a group bet, a a four driver group bet. You dutched dutched it. Yeah. Yeah, we dutched it, but we're, we're sitting on him at. Twenty six fifty to one or something. That's not still out there, is it? For people listening? No, no, that's that's gone. Okay. Uh, and the cash out option was up for a you know for a minute, and it was seven and a half times the bet. So that was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I but, think Chris Chris Rebell is the guy over one of the guys over there at Gibbs that could get the job done at this track. He has a very good track record at. Uh, short tracks in the Xfinity series. So hopefully that transfer is over for your sake here in the cup this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be watching that one real close. All right, we need to, we need to buckle down here, boys. We've gotten All like right, two, two bets in. Let's go. Yep. All right, so we've got uh, Daniel Suarez, 40 to 1, uh, Dinger, 100 to 1, and then Harrison Burton, 200 to 1. Those are going to be the sprinkles. Uh, Suarez um, is Ross Chastain's teammate. Trackhouse has been super fast. Uh, Suarez led every lap in the first stage last week. We had him at 100 to one. He got down live, I think, to uh, plus 350. So that would have been a sick hit. Didn't work out, but um, we think he'll be fast again. So those are our five win wagers. So we got Suarez, Almendinger, and Burton after the. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, to round it, round All it right. out. All right. All right, so we're going to drop down to the top fives, and we're going to go with next-gen Joey Logano, plus 135 over at MGM for a unit. Uh, Steve, you want to talk about, about Joey? Yeah, I mean, Joey Logano is, um, he once again, another guy that checks all the boxes for me. Um, very good um, at flat tracks last year. Starting out good this, you know, this year. He won the LA Clash 
that's as short of a track as you get. That's as flat of a track as you get. So good recent form. Uh, he tends to do well when things are new. Uh, so it, he's done well in this new car for the most part. He's up there in the point standing, so he's consistent. Um, so hopefully consistency leads to good, you know, good finishes. So hopefully top five is more than feasible for him this weekend. All right, love it. Uh, so we'll we'll head on down to the top tens. We're going to double dip with Daniel Suarez. We're catching plus one hundred five over at MGM, and you'll want to shop these because. Um, the, the prices tend to range pretty drastically on these top tens. Uh, so we're taking Daniel Suarez plus 105. Hmm. Austin Dillon is plus 115 in most places. I saw a plus 180 over yeah, at I'm just uh, that Sugar now. House. Yep, yep. Yeah. So if you are if you have that available, that's like stealing. So you should definitely take that. That's and a then, slam dunk because you yeah. get almost twice the value there. And Dillon is uh, shown to be very good. So. And then the third one and final one for for that market, we're going to take Austin Sindrick plus one twenty five at DraftKings. Top tens, top tens. Oh wow, look at that! MGM's got uh, minus one hundred five for Dylan. Top ten. Yeah, and and Ooh. like I said, you can catch I think plus one eighty or something yeah, over I, at yeah. Sugar House. So that's that's literally like Steve said, a, a slam dunk. Love yeah, and some, some some background on that MGM one that actually opened up at plus one hundred five, so that's getting steamed a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. So generally, when that's when that is happening to a line, uh, you're playing the right side. So that feel that feels good when that happens. I'm confident about well, St- it. Steve, you're pumping up closing line value here. Yeah, yeah Dylan's I mean, gonna. He's probably gonna wreck lap two. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> that's how that's how, how this year's been so it, it can't go on forever right we gotta it, we gotta it cannot the wave here a little it might have been me but it might have been somebody else in our group chat that said closing lane value is overrated and i'm not sure who that was so I, that was you no oh, it's okay it's, it's overrated <laughs> all right <laughs> all right we got a lot of head-to-heads okay um the first one my personal favorite ross chastain over tyler reddick um, just a, a little background. Ross is my guy, you know, um, and he won last week, which was pretty sweet for the first time. Um, prior to that, he's finished second, second and third. Uh, the second was at Phoenix. So it's a comparable, uh, track. Reddick was third. So, I mean, they're, they're both pretty good. Uh, last year at Richmond, um, in the spring was Ross's like first trip to Richmond in a, a good car. And he finished 15th. He snuck out two fastest laps. When they came back in the fall, he finished 7th. And he was up to, I think, 10 fastest laps. So that's a big improvement. Um, his average run position went from 15.8 to 7.1. So he was consistent all day. And uh, right now, I mean, he's the fastest guy on the planet. So um, I'm taking Ross Chastain over Tyler Reddick for a unit. And um, Steve, what do you want to talk about next? Yeah, I mean, uh, just a note on that. Phil says Ross is his guy, so there's absolutely no bias there whatsoever. None, none. Also, <laughs> I like that as well. Ross is very good. I like Trackhouse, so I, I plays solid. Um, All right. I am actually going to. I don't know if I want to give this or not because I like Tyler Reddick over William Byron. It, this is more of a fade on William Byron than a play on Tyler Reddick. But I also like Tyler Reddick. Um, 
Right. I, I know I'm going against, you know, the other side here, but for Ross, but Tyler Reddick, he's been good enough for me to beat William Byron. Reddick was very good at the LA clash, but um, so was, you know, so is Ross. Ross has been excellent. So William Byron, this, this is not one of the better tracks for William Byron. His average finish position here is actually 16.7 and Reddick is 15.5. But Reddick's had that bump this year in that car. He's been very good in next gen cars. So at minus one ten, might sorry, minus one oh five, that feels like a solid play for me. Huh. Um Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Phil's got up. something to say. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I don't. I just I uh it's not really you know, taking Reddick in that matchup is not like taking the other side in the Chastain one, because you know, theoretically if Chastain finishes ahead of Reddick, finishes ahead of Byron, we we cash them both. So it's it's feasible. Yeah, um, I think we, we we understand that the the play for you was on Ross. So right, right. We love Ross. So um, next to me is going to be Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson, and then this is uh, this is a for me this is a play on Chase Elliott and a play against Kyle Larson. Uh, Chase Elliott's had good track history here. He's kind of he's got three top fives in six races. So clearly there, it just shows that uh, he has a speed here. I think Chase has had a very good car this year. When you look at Phoenix this year, I think Chase had actually the best car that day. Just happened to get caught up on pit road. Um, got in a, in a tough situation, unfortunately. Uh, and then you look at the other side of Kyle Larson. Um, for the first time since he's come back, I believe, in the Cup Series, he's gone through some struggles this year, the past few weeks. At Coda, he, he was uh, having a tough time just getting into the top 10. So I believe yeah. that uh, Carl Larson could have, be having a little bit of a, a downswing here. So hmm. let's go with Chase Cash that over Carl Larson. This what are you week. paying for that? Minus 115. Okay. Also, this is this is Kyle, one of Kyle Larson's worst tracks. Given his history of how much success he's had, he's got an average finish here at this track of 15th. <laughs> and Chase has an 8.5. So that's a pretty significant edge there, if you, if you ask me. All right. I just have one mind-blowing stat on this matchup. So sure. Chase Elliott has four top fives at Richmond since the last time Larson has finished in the top five. <laughs> Which was uh, Larson won in twenty seventeen, but that that's how long ago Larson's last top five was. Holy cow. So, yeah. There so, you go. yeah. Mic drop, but don't stop talking. No, no, I I can't. This thing's magnetic. It's stuck here. This mic. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's yeah. That that was my my one stat. What else? What else we got? I like uh, Austin Dillon over Kurt Busch, minus one ten for for all the reasons I like Austin Dillon. Just. Kurt is in a Toyota, so we're we're kind of on the fade Toyota train, and Kurt's kind of been struggling this year, so uh, that one kind of speaks for itself. And um, we're also on Alex Bowman over Kyle Busch, so both the Bush brothers are catching the fade from us. Um, we like Bowman on high wear tracks. Steve was talking about it today. Um, it's kind of you know kind of surprising, but when you break it down, he's been very good on these these. High tire wear tracks. He won uh, Richmond last year in the spring, which was pretty dope. And uh, he's been really good this year. He's he's um, almost been the the best Hendrick car, you know, besides Elliott. So we like we like Bowman in this market for sure. 
Bowman over Bush. I'm sorry. Who was it? Yep. Kyle Bush. What are you paying for and that? Plus 120. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I got to. Okay. Yeah, this is another one that moved five cents. It was plus 125. Um, and it's now at plus 120. So it's a, it's a small move. But again, like I said, when you see lines moving in that kind of way, you, you, it's not a, kind of a confidence thing there that you think you're probably on the right side. So, right. Yep. And um, Alex Bowman won this race in the daytime. The the, the uh, last time I believe he may not have finished in the top five, but that was the night race. So hopefully the day race, the track's a little more slick, it's a little more racy. He can kind of make moves. So Bowman yeah, may he, like to turn the day a little more. He was twelfth in the fall. Yep, at the night race. I'm not yeah. too concerned about that. Right. And um, another one we're looking at is uh, Chase Briscoe over Blaney. So um, all the reasons we like Briscoe, but we're we're kind of taking the other side on Blaney here. He just doesn't get along with with Richmond. It's he he was quoted saying that it's his worst track. It's his least favorite track. <laughs> he struggles here. So that that seems like a layup at plus one ten at MGM as well. This is also a pit crew matchup. You guys. Gotta- a great pit crew versus a horrendous pit crew. <laughs> the, you know, the Briscoe crew versus the Blaney crew. So this is, I was, this is maybe not even a driver prop. This is going to be a pit road prop, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wonder if like Penske has any like listings on Indeed or Monster.com or something like that for, you know, tire changer or you Jack get your name man out or there, something. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably not allowed to bet on the on the races anymore, but <laughs> well, that didn't stop uh, uh, you know certain NFL player. Yeah, it certainly did not. No. Um, what else do we like here, Steve Suarez over Almarola? You you noted? Yeah, we I, I didn't I didn't like this matchup at minus one hundred five, but we we got lucky. We got a little bit of steam coming on Almarola. Now I, I said I generally it's good to see line movement in your direction, but this was too much line movement towards Almarola in my opinion. Um, I think there's too much track history handicapping going into people taking Almarola in this one. The, last year you cannot compare last year's data to this year's data. Uh, Almarola at Phoenix and. Suarez, I, I don't know if Suarez was better or not than Amarola at Phoenix, but I know Amarola was not really running in the side of the top 10 at Phoenix, and that's a comparable track. Um, I, I believe Suarez was pretty good at, at Richmond last year, too. So you give him decent uh, mystery, along with most importantly, uh, his performance this year in that car and then plus 110. The value there is good enough for me to bet. What if you yeah, can't get plus one ten? <laughs> Just it, no good. Uh, what do you got? Minus one hundred five. Yeah. I would play it at a half, unless Phil, unless unless Phil likes it. <laughs> I I mean I I like anything track house. I I think those guys are killing it. Um, so I know you know there's the narrative about Almarola on the short flats like Loudon and stuff, and we've even you know gone to the well with that, but. I think just track house is on another level. All right. So Done. take it locked. Of course. And uh, I think that's, is that all we got? Well, here's a funny story. Actually, I was, gonna, I said, I was going to talk about this on uh, tonight on, on this show. Um, I, I had Justin Haley for top Chevy at uh, 80 to one on DraftKings, And then the news dropped that he failed inspection tonight Ooh. three times. Wow. 
So that means he loses his crew chief, um, uh, loses pit selection, and he has to do a pass-through drive penalty. So he will oh, probably have to race a lap down. Yeah. But listen, and, I love when guys are trying to cheat. You know, because they're trying to they're trying to slip some speed by the the inspection, and um, I I love that. So you know, maybe they catch a quick caution, and he's he's super fast. I don't know. Yeah, and that and that's what would save him. Um, uh, yeah, and it's a shame because I, he was very fast at the clash this year, and that's a short flat track in the new car. So I, I was really looking forward to this wager. I'm just hoping that he, I, I locked it in already, so it's in. I'm, just, I'm hoping <laughs> he does catch that yellow, and then he gets gets that break. So oh. we'll hmm. see. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Steve, anything else? I, I, I got one more. Oh, I got okay. Harrison Burton for top four at plus 6,600. Harrison four. Burton was, this is one of his best tracks in the Xfinity series. And Penske's, well, he's not directly Penske, but he's affiliated with the Ford family and the and Wood Brothers. So he sh- some of that speed could translate over to Harrison Burton this week. 666 to one is kind of like a fun long shot there. See okay. what happens. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Toyota to win the race plus 300. Oh, you dirty dog. Man, it's yeah, you want to keep the sponsors happy, right? Follow the money, put the tinfoil cap on. Just they'll throw a few bucks on Toyota Toyota to win the race plus three hundred. Nice. I I don't hate it. (laughs) I'll be honest, I did all this handicapping before I looked at the title sponsor and like, well, there goes all my hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Steve, we may need to to make that same bet because um, if that hits you know, at least it'll take away some of the pain from, you know, fading every other Toyota in the field. So, you know, that might just be a nice hedge to the card. Might be You're not wrong about that. You're bit. not wrong. A little bit. Keep the sponsors happy, man. Follow the money always. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, at least around the Toyotas in the Xfinity series, right? Because that's also sponsored by Toyota. There you go. Okay. Well, maybe that'll be enough for them. We'll, we'll see. Let's They're see selfish over there, Toyota. You know? Yeah, yeah the Xfinity, it's, it's Toyota Care 250. So. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's it. Steve, always great talking to you, man. Great, great talking to you, Arch. Happy to be here uh, again this week. Phil, I hope you do I, a few sit-ups before you go to bed tonight. Uh, it's impossible. You're gonna. <laughs> I need a wheelbarrow. Somebody, somebody just roll me up the bed. I'm, I'm cooked, man. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.